Welcome to episode 28 of the Black and Fashion Podcast. Oh, how I missed you guys. I know I've taken a couple breaks in between. Um, it's been a very, very busy summer um, for myself, um, for LC Apparel Consultant. So business has been amazing, but... You know, sometimes I'm not able to stay on top of the podcast, and I do give my sincere apologies when it comes to that, for sure. So um, since we have Fashion Week approaching, I wanted to just discuss a little bit about, like, maybe some of the do's or don'ts for, like, some of the designers out there. And just kind of, like, give you some really great feedback on the ways to go into Fashion Week and the mindset, and also with traveling to New York City um, to actually attend some of the Fashion Week events. Now, Fashion Week is very broad, <laughs> especially here in New York City. You have Street Fashion Week, you have Brooklyn Fashion Week, you have Harlem Fashion Week. So you have a lot of different um, activities and festivities that are going to be going on throughout the weeks and stuff. So just make sure that the events that you plan to attend or are paying to attend, that they are actually um, something that is going to be uh, beneficial to your brand or beneficial to your marketing and advertising or anything like that. So... I just want to start off by saying that um, I think the New York Fashion Week in particular is very, very hard to get into. It is an invite-only type of event. You're dealing with a lot of really, really big brand names. So they're really inviting, like, you know, lots of celebrities and stuff like that. It's very rare that you would have, like, standing room for any of those. And it's very rare that you would be able to pay to get into entry of any of those. So your best bet, you know, if you just want to get a glimpse of the fashion is to just go out there in Bryant Park or um Oh, I'm trying, I think that's where they are this year and just you know get a glimpse of like some of the celebrities coming in it's a good place for bloggers and stuff like that um, to kind of pop in and like get a little info like as people come in and out the shows because you'll definitely see people um, there so the thing that I really want to like hit on and like discuss is oh wait before I get there let me just say I do have two guests coming in today I have Nisi Marie of Nisi Marie Co and I also have Ariel Ver, Ver Veronica, um, wait, am I saying it right? Veronique, it might be Veronique. I'm sorry, Ariel, if I just butcher that. But they're both late, so when you're late, the show must go on. So they will be joining me. I think one will be joining me in about 10 or 15 minutes, and then the other one will be joining me like half through the show. And we're gonna talk to them as well about some of their experiences with Fashion Week. Ariel has worked in the industry a lot, and um, Nisi also comes from an artistic and design background and stuff. So um, we'll get some of their opinions jumping in as well. So. I have digressed. Let me go back. So one of the main points that I want to hit on is that Fashion Week essentially is about showcasing your brand. Now, for smaller designers out there that is trying to break into the fashion industry and you would like to do a show or some type of presentation during Fashion Week, I'm not going to say that I don't recommend it. But what I am going to say is be able to produce and manufacture the looks that you're putting on the runway or may they be made to order where people can actually have like obtain these goods. A lot of times what happens is with designers that they do these fashion shows and then they can't recreate these looks or they don't have the demand to create these looks they don't have the finances to recreate these looks so anything that you're showcasing you should be able to replicate without any um 
like any like confusion backlash like it can't be that they you show something on the runway that like they ran out of fabric of and you can no longer make that item because it doesn't make sense because you're actually showcasing for the upcoming season so just make sure that like when you're fabric sourcing and you're creating these lips looks for your fashion week show that you're getting stuff that has availability something that you can sell you know a lot of times i know people just do fashion shows for the promo work but if you're not actually making any money afterwards there really is no point of doing it so you're wasting money and time and energy putting it into a fashion show and you can't make any money afterwards now if it was just for advertising and you working it into your advertising budget how much money did you make from that advertising? Because at the end of the day, the whole point of advertising is to make money behind it. So yeah, um, this is advertising for me, but did you recuperate the money that you spent like from that advertising to actually um, come and make up for it? Because if not, it also doesn't make sense to do. My recommendation for all small designers is to stay clear of fashion shows only because it's just, even if you work with a... Um, like a, a fashion production company that you know will bring in you for at all no cost and they just want you to showcase like in one of their shows for the most part a lot of those shows you're not able to pick the models the models are picked for them are for you you're not able to pick the music and there's like a whole bunch of different things going on that um you are you don't actually have access to or can't like control when it comes to your brand so those are one of the things that you want to stay clear of if you can't Hold on one second. One of our guests is coming. Press 308. Hold on one second. Got to get the door. Sorry about that. Kind of what happens when you kind of start and people aren't ready. <laughs> but this is raw and uncut. This is who it is. So... That's just what it is when it comes down to it. So, like, okay, so what my suggestion is is to do pop-up shows, do trunk shows, do trade, not even trade shows, but just like trunk shows, pop-up shots, and maybe like a fashion preview. So that way you're not spending a lot of money like on overhead costs, but instead you're actually spending money on things that you can actually sell. So when you make samples and stuff like that, you're actually making pieces that are going to be sold within um your trunk show, your pop-up shop, and you actually being more beneficial. It's a lot of money to put into a um, fashion show and then you don't reap the benefits of it. So you have to make sure that you are using your brain and your marketing strategy when it comes to what's happening um, with your fashion shows. So just make sure that it's something that is um, gonna be affordable, gonna be beneficial, like it's actually gonna work. Hold on one second, guys. I have to take a call now. This really sucks. I shouldn't have started until actually she got here. So let me see what's happening. Cause I'm trying to like answer the door. I'm trying to open the door. I'm trying to ring the bell. Like so confused. <laughs> or maybe she's confused. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Come all the way to the top see this is why people got to be on time because if not it just ruins the flow of things but please leave your message for nine seven yeah that didn't work okay well anyway guys we'll continue don't want to keep digressing have you guys listening to me trying to get people into the building because that's just reluctant 
So anyway, let's continue on as we discuss. All right. So what I mean when I say fashion preview is maybe you do something at like a hotel room or maybe you can do something like in your studio space or in your showroom space or maybe you can like rent, not even rent out, but like just have like a pop up area in like a, um, a salon or maybe at like a, some type of festival or something like that, because that makes more sense because at least you're making items and you're selling items. And at the end of the day, the goal is to make and to sell, whereas like I feel like New York Fashion Week fits on a really big facility facade of the way that the fashion industry works and that's really what it is like it's really just a facade come on in girl <laughs> Nisi's here <laughs> close the door all the way Nisi's jumping in jump on in have a seat you was rushing girl <laughs> it's all right well I, I, I poured some peach juice you could pour your own peach Ciroc in there <laughs> for your own poison <laughs> forward everyone so I was just uh kind of bringing everyone in and doing like a um just like an overall of like my feelings and my um like what I think about fashion week and like just like some of the do's and don'ts for new designers and or people that are just want to come to the shows and like visit and stuff like that so love to get your thoughts on what you think of fashion week uh or and all these different ones because there's a there's a harlem fashion week there's a brooklyn fashion week there's a streetwear fashion week so yes. it's just a lot of different necessities there um that are not so not sorry so. i'm breathing heavy i just ran yes, okay. <laughs> just you're fine um well i would if you're a new designer and you want exposure i think it's a great idea to do it mm -hmm. um I think it's better to participate in someone else's show mm -hmm. first to see how it's ran. Um, I applied to the actual, excuse me. <laughs> you fine girl, take your time, no rush. <laughs> I applied to the, no actual, <laughs> um, to the actual Mercedes-Benz company mm -hmm. for Fashion Week. Really? Every year they put out applications to um, apply to um, help produce the show because they need volunteers. But um, it's really slim pickings. Like, I would say don't do that if you don't have, like, a great following or if you don't have, um, like, connections, mm -hmm. excuse me, on, like, Soho and Broadway and things like that. Because when I applied, that was at the beginning of social media making or breaking you. Okay. So they decide on who they choose based on how great of an influence you have. Right. Even though the, the purpose of you being there is to help out with the show and get the experience, right. they don't care. They want to know that you could bring more views to Mercedes-Benz. Right. Which is funny because it's fucking Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week, but that's the way they ran things. But to answer that, I, I think it's best to participate in a show or go to some shows during that week or just be in the city that week mm -hmm. um, before you jump in and do your own. That's Agreed. what I think. Okay. See, like, so right before you came in here, I said the complete opposite. <laughs> really? <laughs> not, not the complete opposite, but I am a, a tad bit, what's the word? I'm a tad bit biased when it comes. I think, I think it just depends on the company. Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week is good. But you know, there's companies like, um, 
Oh, I shouldn't be calling them out like that. No, I have some yeah, opinions you know, some about that, some people yeah, some that I'm them. not going to say their name because I don't know what connections you have. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll say some names. I did, um, <laughs> what the fuck was the name of that show? It was awful. Fashion Frenzy. Never heard. Never. Okay. So I did that show and that show was absolutely awful. And I think that it was partially my fault because I didn't ask all the questions that needed to be asked. Okay. And some of the questions that needed to be asked was, um, how many designers are in the show? Because if there's too many designers in the show, the crowd gets tired. The crowd don't want to see no more. They're leaving. People are walking out. They're only seeing the people that they wanted to see. And then it was just like a waste of time. I did that show. And I was like the last of like almost 20 designers. So, of course, by the time my stuff even hit the runway. Oh. By the time my stuff even like hit the runway, it was like people didn't care. (laughs) No one cared. People were gone. People were tired. People were yarning. Like the entire front row was like completely gone. Like it just didn't make any sense. And then I didn't get a chance. You also like with some of those bigger productions, you don't get a chance to pick the models. Like yeah, I mean they have a like what like a variety of people you can like choose from. But it's like let's say none of those people even fit like your target market or your target. Your target someone, market. Your yeah. Aesthetic, your your yeah, sizing, your like any of that stuff. They could they might not fit none of that. Then it's just completely like pointless for mm-hmm. you. So my my feedback was stay. It sometimes you have to pay. That one in particular, you did not have to pay for it, so I wasn't tripping. I was just irritated that I had been there for nine hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, like, the timing of everything, the uh, the amount of delays that they had, like, I was just, like, over. Like, I was over to the point that after my stuff walked out, I didn't even walk out behind it. I was just like, come on, give me my stuff so I can go to fuck home now because I've been here for nine hours. I'm irritated with, like, the customer service behind it, the people who were running the show. It was just, like, very, very unorganized. That was my take on um, a certain organization who does fashion shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say their name. You ain't got to be ignorant like me. (laughs) Fuck up. No, but um, (laughs) I went, I have, okay. I have a friend who at one point was a model mm-hmm. and she she's done fashion week shows okay. and then she did this organization show and that was my first time ever being in New York City during fashion week like I always wanted to go but I never knew the ins and outs of it right. and this was like today you could I think just enter a rally or just pay for the ticket like Alexander Wayne have a show and you could just buy your ticket right um they don't do that no more now right I think certain designers, depending on oh, okay. your age group, like Alexander Wayne really put out a raffle and you just come to the show. Mm, mm. Um, that was like nice. in July. Oh, um, okay. Didn't know nothing about that girl. <laughs> but no, um, okay, so that's, this was my first time being in the city during that time and I always wanted to go. And because I liked that show in particular, it, I didn't particularly care for the designers or the vendors there, but I liked the the show and like the venue and like I wanted to be a part of it. I chose to be a part of it the following year. So wait, question. That first one that you attended, uh-huh. how long was the show? I don't remember. Did you get bored at any point? Was you just like, No, they had an intermission. They had an intermission. <laughs> okay. So it was long, but there were things for you to do. There was like a bazaar in the back so okay. you bored you could get up and shop um they had a step and repeat and a photo booth so okay. if you not you bored you get up you take a picture you get on a step and repeat oh, okay so okay. um 
But no, so the following year, I wanted to do it. I signed up and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, as expected, they wanted you to get mad money to be in the show. I think it was like... 5000 plus. <laughs> no, it was, <laughs> well, to me, it was, at that time, it was mad money because I was uh-huh. undergrad, broke as hell. Right. So it was... Um, Sweet. 300 Oh, it's I'm surprised. Cause to, a lot of times those shows, they be taxing. Yeah, it was like 300 to to do the show and then it was like 280 if you wanted a table and then it was more if you wanted more exposure at your table so if you wanted to be on a flyer or like feature designer or something Mm -hmm. like that it costed more okay but um the reason why i will never do them again i don't care how like popping they become (laughs) i will never do them again because of the organization if i fuck with you and i participate in something with you and you are unorganized i'm not coming Never again. Yeah, and that's how, and that's pretty much, I think, the why I feel the way that I feel. And also, when it comes to, like, let's say, like, producing your own. Like, look, let me do my own show. Let me just do my own thing. Right. And that way I can control every aspect of it. Right. There's so much money you putting into the venue um, if you have to pay models. Because if you don't pay models, you you'll, you can get models without paying them. But they're not necessarily going to be professional. They're not necessarily going to be able to know how to walk and stuff like that. Like, you could take the chance for sure. And there's definitely models out there that will do t- trade for print. You know that are actually really really great models, but a lot of time you spend a lot of money on a venue. You gotta you gotta spend money on the makeup and hair. Unless everybody wants to trade for print shit. And nowadays I don't see it anymore as much as I used to. I used to always see like people just wanted to build their portfolios. So you had makeup artists doing makeup for free, hairstylists doing stuff for free. Like everybody was doing stuff for free as they were trying to build their portfolios. But nowadays people were just like, nah, this is my work. I gotta spend money on it. I'm not doing it for free. Same. So you got right exactly. <laughs> so you have to pay everyone. So with paying everyone for a show and spending all that money, that money need to come back full circle in sales. No, that's just business. Period. Right, but, but like you gonna spend? Let's say I did a fashion show before and I did my own. I spent maybe four grand. Okay. I didn't get that four grand back in sales. That's the part of the risk. But that's, that's the a thing. part of, like, if you it's ask how, anybody you put in from... Your, secondly, I guess it's advertising and marketing. Yeah. But the whole point of advertising and marketing is to be able to make money after it. Right. If I'm putting $4,000 in advertising and marketing, I want to see that money come back in sales. Because I'm, that's the whole point. The whole point of advertising and marketing is for sales. It's for me to make money. Right. So how am I making no money? You also have to understand that you might not get that money back it's just like with the right. super bowl and they that's why i'm spend millions and millions and millions of dollars for a super bowl ad they know ain't nobody about to pay 35 million for no doritos they're not gonna get 35 million <laughs> dorito sales but you you think about what do you mean Dorito? yes you is you think about all these stores <laughs> over the country yes they is gonna get that money back because it's grocery stores buying that it's bodegas buying that it's subways buying doritos it's so the they gonna get all that money back trust think and taco, them folks if taco bells put one billion in in advertisements for the super bowl you think they know for sure they're gonna make that shit right back not right back it's they gonna, like but it's gonna be drugs. made back. it's like i'm i'm i may not flip this See, now that, but, but that's a risk that you can take when you a taco bell or something like that when you a new designer you can't take that risk i can't flush out four thousand dollars and can't afford to not get it back i don't I make money like that well i'm learning that because this is the first time i ever putting on something by myself mm-hmm. see um, and you can put something on by yourself without it having to be a fashion show. You could do a no, pop-up that's shop. The you thing. could do like a fashion I, preview. I wanted to do a... Okay, you seen... You watched Housewives? Mm-hmm. Which one? 
Um, you ever seen Atlanta? Yeah, I always watch them. Those okay. my girls. So remember when Sheree had a fashion show with no fashion? Yes, I do. <laughs> I remember her specifically saying it's not a show, it's a viewing. So I decided right, do that. to have a fashion now, viewing. Sis, when I tell you that makes sense gallery open it's okay. like a art fashion viewing i don't want i'm not asking everybody come to come first of all fashion shows are dead the step and repeat walking down yes. the road is okay. dead it's right. late it's <laughs> okay. tired nobody's doing it solange okay. killed it like four years ago okay it's not happening so that's how that's how i feel previews right. fashion I'm, previews I'd rather do a fashion preview pop-up so shots. you can see what i'm working with okay. i don't expect you a hundred percent to come out of your pocket and right. say Nisi, i want this but i want you to see what i'm working yes. with and what i'm capable of mm-hmm. and if you do you may not have the bread to pay for my dress but you know somebody who does or you know Absolutely. somebody who is on a I don't know somebody who works in the industry where they need fashions or stylists need to be pulling stuff. I can make those connections there. Right. Fashion shows are it's not the nineties anymore. That's Nobody's, what I was saying. Like the fashion show thing, I think it's it just big. Dead. Yeah, to I think step it's dead. Your stuff up. Yeah, that's and that's kind of what I was going for. Like I rather do like even like what you doing. What you doing is kind of like an installation. Like yes. have an installation. Like you can have like your stuff like on dress forms or mannequins or like photography and artists like all your paintings mm-hmm. and stuff like that like that to me that makes more sense because you are in complete control and you're in control of the overhead cost so you're not going to spend as much money as you was doing a runway presentation right now i already asked my cousin who is tall and very pretty to Mm -hmm. model she's free Mm -hmm. i don't need (laughs) you to do nothing but show up um and then i i know people who believe in me so they're like listen i know some friends who got a great influence i'll talk to them and i'll get them to do it for free mm-hmm. like but the whole i know right the whole <laughs> idea of the fashion show is completely late it's tired like because nobody wants to sit through that and you have to be quiet and mundane and you have to clap and it's like your shit probably ass i don't want to see girl and then i I was a couple times i went to (laughs) it probably is ass (laughs) there was one show i went to and i'm a nitpicker so and i was in the front row and it was of a brand it was a couture brand okay and they had came here from la to do this show and well it's not, it wasn't just them it was like multiple brands within this show but they was like the headliners of this one and it was like one of the ones that what's the name of that company i don't know it's one company that does the shit every year and they always doing it at pennsylvania plaza you know what I'm talking about? We always see those. It's always at Pennsylvania Plaza. It's like like ten different, eleven different designers. I feel like I, I can't. Know what you're you know what I'm talking about? But I can't think of the name of that organization that puts Plitz Plitz Fashion. It's that's the name of it. It's called Plitz. And then you pay to be in their show. You pay anywhere between like fifteen hundred to like almost like four thousand mm-hmm. dollars to be in this show. Mm-hmm. They provide the models, the DJ, the runway, blah blah blah. So they did this show, and when I tell you this shit was coming down the runway, and it was called. I ain't gonna say that shit. I don't give a fuck. It was called JM Couture. Couture. Where is this? That's it was, the other part. I seen that shit coming down the runway and I was just like, it's not even him. No, that's and the I can other see, part. And I can see everything. I'm just like, okay, so they didn't press that dart open. Mm-hmm. That princess seam is all jacked up. Mm-hmm. The neckline looks terrible. It's strings hanging. Couture? Mm-hmm. Where? That's, that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. That, in fact, is Juicy Couture's fault. Juicy... <laughs> Sold sweatsuits and um, sterling totally silver and called it couture. So every girl that was born in 1995 and beyond has been calling everything couture, and it doesn't have to be couture. Lord, I was just type, but it was evening gowns though. 
Like they were beautiful gowns. They just wasn't finished that properly. That designer did not understand the meaning of couture, atelier, actual craftsman, craftsmanship. They did not get that. They just knew it was couture. And I it, think that they were good when it comes to retailing <laughs> and sales because the guy who owned it was the guy who owned Walgreens. And he sold okay. Walgreens and he stepped inside and doing fashion. I'm like, somebody who worked for Walgreens don't know shit about fashion, but you need to hire a designer that does know what they're doing. Right. But I was the worst shit I have seen in my life. And I don't think they ever made no sales, ever. I was always looking and checking up on the see because I'm just a researcher, so I'm just like, yeah, that shit never worked out. Like, well, that's uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see, I see that a lot. Yeah, see you see people, people do these big fashion who shows, do big and, fashion shows, or yeah. people who just get a lot of promotion and sales, and mm-hmm. they can't execute, uh, cannot execute anything, yeah. and their prices are extremely high, mm-hmm. and their services are so in demand, and I can't put two and two together, how you have all of the funds to put on this big show, how you have all these sales, and you, the prom season, you're nowhere to be found because you're so busy, but mm-hmm. your taste level is not there. Mm-hmm. That part I, I don't understand. That's what I was talking about before you came in, how I felt like when you're doing, when you're planning your fashion show to preview all these different designs, you gotta make sure at the end of the day you're thinking about my production and my sales afterwards. Mm-hmm. So you produce all these lines that come down the runway, and then somebody like, yo, I want to get that, and they're like, oh, well, I don't have that fabric available. Why are you showing it then? If you don't have that <laughs> fabric, like, because I'm, 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 I've been there and I've heard horror stories, and it's just like. If the fabric, like, if it's, like, something that you just made, like, there's some fabric that you had left over, like, because mm-hmm. we have that. We do that. We make mm-hmm. designs. But I make that for, like, a customer or something for myself. I would never make something that I know I can't get and put okay. it in the fashion show and say, this is my SS20 collection. How, sis, I can't produce this? Not even if it's just so, just because, be, okay, because in their defense, a lot of big fashion houses do that. It becomes an archive. It never becomes sold. It never goes into a um, It's strictly for the room. runway. It's strictly for the runway. So that then we could be label it as the runway and not saying that it's my SS20. Got it. This is labeled. Got this it. is this It's is, not a part of the collection. This is runway. Right. Okay. And that's a different thing. Stuff this runway is runway. And that's absolutely fine. You can have something for the runway. But stop making shit that you can't sell. Okay. Like, not make, not, no, don't stop, not stop <laughs> making shit that you can't sell. Stop doing fashion shows with shit that you cannot sell. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes more sense to me. Because ain't okay. no point of putting it on the runway and then I'm getting all excited as a viewer or I want to purchase that. Or even, you just never know who's sitting in that crowd. Mm-hmm. You never know who watching when you post your video of it, like via Instagram or something like that. A buyer could be watching, a friend of a buyer, a cousin of a buyer. Anybody like, you know what, I love that. Can you do 100 pieces for me for that, for like Macy's? You just never freaking know. Mm-hmm. And that shit happens all the time. And like you would never know. And it's like, you're not prepared, though. And then you've got to turn down all that money. And then you also look like you don't know what the fuck you're doing either. Like, That's this is the like, other thing. I wanted to wait until, because I've been, I've, I was told I need to do my own thing for a long time. I always wanted to join. And I didn't even know you that long. And I'm like, I think you should too. (laughs) I always wanted to try out or apply to all these institutions and programs Mm -hmm. because I didn't think I was strong enough or would bring a crowd big enough to put on my own thing. And Mm -hmm. like you just finished saying, I did not want to spend that money Mm -hmm. and not get it back. I didn't want to spend all that money. And it's three people in my show and they are related to me. Like, I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. But... I think um, it comes a time where you got to push yourself and just know you're prepared. But also Mm -hmm. you have to realize when it's time, like you have to you have to see your own growth 
yeah. to see that it's the time because if I would have forced myself to do a show six years ago, my shit would be trash. <laughs> My shit was trash, my first. <laughs> like my shit would be trash. I'm like, the if I think back on it, that shit—it was a college fashion show. But right. granted, it was still—it was. And but I paid for it though. Uh-huh. Like I paid for the show because I wanted people to pay for entry. Like mm-hmm. on campus, you can do a show or whatever like that. But if it's for the public, then um, it has to be free. Like if it's for the students, it has to be free. If you want the money to come from them, if you want them to pay for the show, the show has to be free. Yeah, we um and at the school I went to for um I was fashion merchandising mm-hmm. for fashion merchandising majors. Every year there had to be a spring fashion show, and mm-hmm. that's for the that's specifically for the sophomores. Okay. And we had it was my year to put mine on. They chose me at the cha- as the chairperson to oversee everything. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We had to do it for free. Right. So majority of our stuff came from the um, undergrad budget, from the FM budget. Mm-hmm. And then our um, program directors got donations. Gotcha. We did. Uh, <laughs> I started an organization on campus. It was okay. called FEMO, Fashion Elite Modeling Organization. Okay. So most of the models were dance majors. All of the people who did like all the behind the scenes fashion show stuff was like fashion business, fashion merchandising mm-hmm. majors. I was the president of the organization. I was a designer. And there was like a couple other, I think the secretary was a designer. There was a couple people, other people that was designers that we actually made the clothes for the show. But we opened it up to all the schools that were nearby. So it wasn't just for Columbia uh-huh. students. And that's because, and, and I can do that with my organization. I can do whatever I want because I started, I got enough signatures. I did all the paperwork and I started an actual official organization we on campus. should have did that. So I opened it up to like some of the models didn't go to Columbia, but they went to Roosevelt or they went to the Art Institute. Like they mm-hmm. went to somebody that was nearby. And the only reason why I was able to pay for that fashion show girl is because I got a fat ass tax return. And I don't even know how. I probably lied or something. I don't remember. But it was big. And I was able to pay because I had to pay for the makeup. I even paid for somebody from New York to come here and to come to Chicago and to, um, like, bring their clothes and stuff like that. I had to pay for their plane ticket and stuff like that because like, I really wanted it to be an elite show. And, I mean, I'm the president of the organization and I'm the last designer to go. And I want my stuff to be, like, you know, popping and mm-hmm. stuff. And, of course, I didn't get a dollar, a dollar back. But it was okay. I'm like, I didn't get a dollar back, but I did it for everybody. For everybody, it was a party. It was a good something for all of us to put in our portfolio. I mean, I I went to art school, so we had like like music people too. Like a, it was like a music person for each designer that went. So we didn't have like regular music. We had songs from artists at the school and that's, that's what they walked down the runway okay. to. And then like from, the, it was an accessory designer mixed with every fashion designer. So it okay. was so much school talent in there. Like I'm like, I just want to do this for everybody. Like something we can like put together. And it came out really nice. I, got, I maybe got some of it back. I think we charged $15 for tickets or whatever, but we got some of it back, but I ain't getting not even close to how much I spent back. I may have gotten close to breaking even, which was fine because I had to, I didn't want no rinky dink shit. I didn't go to like a cosmetology school, so I did have to pay for hair. I did have to pay for makeup. Pay I did have to pay for the DJ. Like, cause he had to spin all those people's tracks on the right song. Yeah, I paid for that. One of the that. classmates. Okay, see, that's how I did it. Cause I was trying to do everything fabulous but cheap, and I do think that's possible. Mm-hmm. So I put all of our class in subcommittees, <laughs> and one head of each committee. You all report to me. Mm-hmm. I had one, the home girl. She live in Harlem. I had her do um, the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the models, we had a big four-day tryout, and then we narrowed it down. Nice. Um, I don't recall, now that you say your experience, I don't really remember if we had them pay for it or not. I remember tickets, but I don't remember if 
it was on a first come first serve basis or if we had them paid for it i don't remember mm -hmm. but i know that um the music we had taken care of by somebody in the class the clothes we had a committee who narrowed down all the fashions after we decided what was going to be in the show. Mm -hmm. um, we, as a collective, narrowed down the music. Like It was to the point where our professor just let me do it. That's and what's she up. fell back because I wanted everybody who was in the class to not say they didn't have anything to do. And I wanted them all to be able to do something so that we do not have to keep spending money. Like, my professor found somebody that she really, really trusted to come in and do the hair and makeup for the free. So... That's what's up. Like, everything was donation-based. But, um... Now that I think about it, I do miss college. But I do have a right? question <laughs> about Fashion Week. Because um, this is my first year actually participating in it in somebody's show. Um, I volunteer for the Patricia Field show. And my thing that I have been seeing a lot is a lot of new designers no longer sticking with the traditional idea of what a model should be. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about the non-traditional, more so Instagram beauty, booty models <laughs> being in fashion You show? just go ahead and press record real quick before <laughs> I get my opinion. <laughs> going put this right here ah <laughs> uh, i all right all right okay my opinion on the models okay i've always been one to think that models have curves mm -hmm. always always been that person i am a freaking tyra banks and a cynthia bailey fan mm -hmm. now those bodies are natural they're naturally curvy that's it. Like, I'm okay with curves. I'm not okay with fake curves, if that okay. makes sense. Like, I I think that, I get it, like, all women have curves and some women no, have let's enhanced, go beyond have enhanced I mean, their bodies, but. Short, like, you short and you. Short? No. You short and you curvy. And even if it is fake curves, like. Sure. Uh, Define short, below 5'5"? Five, five? Yeah. That's too short. Unless she got on some six-inch heels, it's going to make her get higher. Like, I don't okay. know. Like, I think that, ugh, I think it depends on the designer. Because if you're, I guess if your target market is a shorter, petite woman, then that's fine because they do make petite fashion. But I don't want to sound like I'm biased towards tall women because I'm not tall. But No, I, I'm, I'm biased. I'm, my I need, childhood I need some, best friend is short. I need and low height. when I first, like, really gave fashion my all she mm -hmm. was like oh cool i could be your model and i shut it down like no you can't no, you're, yeah. too you're too short and she didn't understand why why i didn't mean any harm that just was it is what honest. it is yeah. it, it is what it is no you cannot model for me because even in my illustrations they are tall and mm -hmm. it's i never really growing up i didn't like being tall and so i got grown and, and i realized how fashion is like me some length, some uh, legs, yeah, like your a long legs. torso. Like even, when, <laughs> even certain things on the market, it just doesn't look right on shorter girls. So yeah. when I see um, shorter girls getting more of the prominent, you know, fashion week spots, 
I don't, I, I do feel some type of way because I'm like it's some beautiful. But that's because we living in a freaking influencer world and not the the model world, and which is not fair because no. I know that the, the idea of traditional modeling is out the window. But I still don't think it's fair because it's like you could get you could pick anybody from any borough from any state and they could be tall and still be bodacious mm-hmm. and like why does she have to be thirty million followers deep? For her to be a part of your show or for her to even be a campaign model or your online picture model. Like, I'm only going to use this brand as an example. Um, Shane Justin on Instagram. He used Shorty from Chicago. Right. He used um, Ari. Ari, My thing is, I don't look like Ari. I'm like... I could dunk on her. I'm taller than her. <laughs> like, I don't look like Ari. So how am I supposed to justify that this is going to fit me the way it fit Ari? And in Ari's defense, Ari is curvy as hell. But she it's is. like, Ari is literally four feet tall. She's little as shit. You know what's crazy? Like, just like a catch-22, her brother was a male model. Oh, really? Yeah. His name, um, his name is Kyle. That's my yeah. name. Kyle's sister. He moved here. Back, I want to say in two thousand and like four, mm-hmm. came here had a Macy's model ass. He was on buses. He was like everything, and he was tall as shit. <laughs> he was so freaking dope. Um, he's from Chicago too, mm-hmm. or whatever. He passed away or whatever. But like, he actually was like, and I think that's kind of like how she got into it because he actually was. He was a signed okay model. Here. No, there's definitely a market. They yeah. they went they used to call it when I was like in grade school and they urban. Yeah. I love when she was with her, but that's a different conversation. But, right. <laughs> but um but I do like her and Tyena. I I think Me too, they're, they're, they're so cute. <laughs> like they're but, cute. Um no no no. It when I was in grade school it was a market for them. They called it urban modeling. That's the girls right, who would be right. in King vibe. Um, all like of, Melissa Ford, because she's short yes, as shit too. But she's a cute men. little model, but she's good for but video. But you can't tell Melissa is short from a photograph. That's my okay. thing. Ari fi- visibly looks like a shorty. <laughs> <laughs> she looks short. So she visibly looks like, like a shorty. She looks short. Like, and they do. They did the same thing with Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova oh, plucked out she's all talking. these. Um, grab Ari. Okay, Fashion Nova plucked out all these girls who looked extremely short, and it was a hard different. Dif- I don't know how to say that word. It was hard to differentiate whether the girls' outfits were gonna fit me or not because I'm five eight. The models, if you go to their Instagram, they five four, five five, and you can't tell. You can't really say when I order this outfit, it's gonna look the same on me. You can't really say that. I don't, um, I do have sort of an issue with choosing like small petite girls. Like, I really do. I don't really think it's fair to all the tall girls that could really fit everything. But I've noticed in the past, like, like you said, it's, we are in a influencer based world. Like, in a couple years ago, I noticed that a lot of these brands, especially streetwear brands, they would be picking short girls. And this is not to be offensive to short girls. It's just that, like, damn, like, everything, the dress is dragging on the floor. It's not tailored to the girl. It doesn't fit her properly. And she just got that spot in that show because she's, she's ish who she is. That's just my take on it. Yeah. I think that um, there's a market for both. 
Now, I think that some type of way within like the last couple of years, those markets have fused together yeah. in some type of way. But there's definitely a market for more. There's a market for that video model girl, that urban model girl, and there's a market for like that runway. That's why there's so many different ones, even like print modeling, mm-hmm. because a print model looks nothing like how like a runway model looks. Or a catalog model. Or a catalog model. So it's like there's all these different categories of models, and what just happened. I don't know. I think that because of the wave of like social media, like that whole these everyday people or these curvy bodies and like everything had just got infused together and the shit is not separated no more. Like right. it's just like I can be tall as hell but I can still be a video model or I could be short as hell and I can still be like a runway model or I could be a catalog model but I'm also like an influencer on Instagram. Like it's mm-hmm. just like everything has just gotten just so like scrunched up together all in one that there is really no separation anymore. It's more so about if I like you, if the if the people like you, if if my target customer is just like you and she looks similar to you or wear whatever you would wear, like it's gotten more just like social media based than anything else. And influencer and follower based. It's just like at the end of the day, how your following looking? Because that's the most important. That's what it sounds like to me. That's how it was what when. The hell um, is girl, why is it so hard to find this builder? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was when I um, applied and auditioned for Mercedes Benz. It was really, really based on who you know and what you know, where you've been. Hi. Late as hell. I'm sorry. Late as hell. My lips took like the most medieval way to get here. I was in all the back ends. I've seen mm-hmm. all types of Brooklyn and I ain't never seen it. Really? Yes. How was that? I've seen scared. all type of shit out of lift. Oh my God. And I was like, sir. Can you take a main road? <laughs> no, not for nothing. I was late too, and that's kind of what happened. Like I know where the building is. I that I'm sorry, I did that to you. <laughs> I know where the building is, but for some reason, my GPS said it was across the street. So I parked early. I'm all the way down the street. What? <laughs> he he took me to this gas station. He was like, I guess this is it. And I was just like, you gas know. station. <laughs> I was like, I know it's not in a gas station. <laughs> so you took me all over Bed-Stuy. You see all these alleyways. Lord. <sighs> I'm sorry, girl, but I made it. It's cool. You good. We were um, talking about how the fashion world, especially Fashion Week, is now influencer-based. And I was speaking on how I, I applied for Mercedes-Benz to work in... Um, on their production, so they they were gonna put you with the show, and okay. then you be a part of their team. But the way they did the process, it was all influencer based. Like I'm gonna be really honest, not for nothing. The whole room was full of white people, and mm. they they you could tell <laughs> they weren't from any urban markets or anything like that. They you know what I'm trying to say, like, yeah. and. They put you in a whole room and you all of y'all got to in, interview at the same time. It's 14 of y'all, one person. You all have to interview at the same time. And they go off. This is like 2014, 2015. That's the, the rise of it. They were going off of what did you have to offer internet-wise versus what, what have you done, your interest, your skill level, or anything like that. Right. Like, I came there with all of the designs I ever drew. And they just was like, yeah, that's cute, but... <laughs> How many followers you got? <laughs> like, they really wanted to know, what could you bring to Mercedes-Benz? And it's fucking Mercedes-Benz. Like, they've been right. doing this forever. So why do you care what I'm going to bring to you as an influencer when you've been doing this forever? Right. Like, it's your fashion That's week. interesting. Uh, yeah. I've actually never really worked at Fashion Week. So Me I either. haven't seen, like, 
that mm -hmm. that level of it but i feel like our society in general is like based on who you are how many followers you got like all of that all that stuff it's not only i don't even think it's just the fashion industry like honestly i was at afropunk yesterday mm -hmm. and like I've, I've never seen jill scott in person mm -hmm. and people were so pressed to record that entire concert like i literally Rather watched it through her. people's people's screens this mm -hmm. girl her her like camera right in my face and it's just like people are so pressed to have that like the clout i guess or yeah. i've been there i've done that i've seen this mm -hmm. and i think that these bigger entities know that and they think that well, we have influencers here not really doing anything influence Worthy. Right. They were. I be trying to figure out what's being influenced but, all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> like imagine all the like time. BTS shoots. They're like, oh, so and so was there. Like it's totally. I feel like it's it's just another way for them to use an influencer's face, even yeah. though they're not really getting. It doesn't make sense. At all. Really what are your views? What are but. your views on small designers doing fashion week? Like when they don't have any money, but they want to do a fashion show, they can't I, produce it afterwards. I'm still stuck on that. I'm sorry. No, like, like I, I'm so stuck. Before you answer that, didn't me and you do a show together? We did. Okay. Now, uh -oh. I don't know. If she, I don't give a fuck. All right, look. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, I don't know if she watched a podcast or not, but this is how I feel about this shit. Yeah, go ahead and knock yourself out. That's for y'all. This is how I feel about that shit. I did it the first time when I moved here. This is not the first one, not the one me and you did together, okay. but the one before that, the okay. year before. I did the shit. Okay. Only because I had just moved to New York. I didn't know nobody. Uh -huh. I wanted to get my name out there. She reached out to me via Instagram, asked me what I do to show. I'm like, damn, I haven't done any shows in New York yet. I would love to get out there and do this. Got there. First, that was the second year in a row, she put my ass fucking last. I don't like being last. Now I, I get, wasn't last? I was last. You sure? Mm -hmm. She always do me right before she do herself. She's last. I could have sworn I went before her. No, she's last. She makes sure she saves herself for the main event. Always. No, I could have sworn cute. she was the very last, and then it was me, then it was you. Like, I could have sworn. Any, I'm in the fucking back. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I swear, no, she definitely saves herself for the main event. She's okay. always last. No, Trust. I remember her being last. Yeah, she's always last. And then the year before that and the year before that, I was second to last. And I was rushed twice because okay. they was running out of time so the first year my models had to come out fucking walking fast and shit and then yeah. the second year they have to come out walking fast and shit too so my only issue with this is first of all don't have so many designers in one show like that's right. like a big ass pet peeve of mine because by the time we get to the end they're tired you're they're rushing tired. you're, you're on a time frame like you making either i have to send and two we gotta get out the venue right and we gotta get out the venue so i gotta send two people down the runway at one time or i gotta like have everybody walking like fast as hell which granted i don't like slow ass walkers anyway because that's just just like long and boring like <laughs> i've seen 1980s right like, like i don't want to you ain't got to <laughs> stroll out there like this though like on no slow, like, no slow shit <laughs> But I think I was more so just like irritated <laughs> with the fact that it wasn't super unorganized, but it was unorganized too, sis. I love her. Take that back. I like her. Um, she cool or whatever, but we're doing this for free. This mm -hmm. is our time. Mm -hmm. We also want to showcase. <clears throat> and then, I don't know, I just feel like when you're rushing down the runway, the whole point I'm really doing this is to get some amazing pictures too. And if I get to the top of the fucking runway and I'm rushing and my girl is rushing, what good photo are you getting? You're okay. not getting any good photos. And then <laughs> we don't choose the models and the models, oh, Jesus Christ. 
it was the same models from the year before, so I don't know why I thought it was going to be any different. But I'm just like, these bodies is terrible. Okay, it was one girl who I thought her body was sick. Like, she looks like every girl that I've ever drawn. Which one? She, the big red hair. Yes. Okay, I, I Genevieve, l- that's her name. Genevieve. I I've l- used her outside of that. Genevieve, I love you. Yeah. I love Genevieve, her I love her too. And I have used her two or three times outside of that. She to me, and she knows how to walk. She yes. knows her pace. Very She poised. knows the shit. Very poised, you yeah. know. But the rest of them, I'm just like... She had a couple newbies this, that second time around, but I'm just like, this shit here, I was so irritated. The reason why I would never do, um, the reason why <laughs> when I, I, okay, I did it because I was asked to. Um, I did some illustrations for her. Okay. And um, I wasn't in my feelings about not being asked the following year. I was totally fine. Mm-hmm. Because. Was she did it a year after that? Yeah. Was she did it again? Yeah, she, she did it. She better ask me. At a different venue. No, um, the reason why I wasn't in my feelings about not being asked again because it was like, and it's this her business, it's her show. The show was a little too provocative for me Girl, to invite. Girl, they had uh, strippers at the end. Yeah, it was yeah. too provocative for me to invite I mean, my mother, like, my grandmother, and my mother. No, yeah, like yeah, strippers, yeah. like but and naked. it was like sex questions and the icebreakers oh. and stuff. And it was like if this was some that wasn't like a sponsor or nothing. Like it was just nah. like part of the show. It was a part of the, the show. show. It's, it's called Cir- circus of, circus of, of sin. sin. It's called so dancers it. too. I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it, and I mean, it was like a could, dance this, breakdown this, this, and all like, this other stuff. It was like a burlesque thing, but I feel like it's like a taste thing. Like it's burlesque, a, it was the taste like level, strippers. and then I feel like no it, shame, it's no shame a way. to like strippers, but like you no, know. no, no, it was a way for her to have her circus full of sin. But like I said, <laughs> my mother and my grandmother right. would you like guys, to support you me. Know who's I had be there, to, right. I had to tell my mother, my grandma, like y'all got to sit this out, like. Oh no! Like because once I realized what was on the flyer, I'm like, hell no! Like my grandmother is not nah. having that. Nah. Like and my that's grandmother got up and tried to put her their clothes on. Right. <laughs> that's her, that's her business. That's her show. That's why I said the following yeah, year thing. when she didn't ask me, it wasn't no sweat off my she back. Should, she should preface that for people. I mean, you know. Yeah. And also like. Yeah, cause it was yeah, it for was me, it's, all bad. It's all like, like it's a it's a taste and how you do everything. Like, mm-hmm. You know. But um, that but that makes me think when you're like you're doing this show for free all of that stuff and to answer your question like I think that small de- designers need to work within their means like right. if you if do you a pop up shot like we, she's doing a preview know, like, like yeah, a installation like you can make a film have a viewing what you know there's Damn. so many different like a fashion on film yeah, I didn't want to so do that for a long things. time like I feel like since even when I first came out of school and was like trying to figure out the type of designer I wanted to be all that stuff I knew for a fact I didn't even do our fashion show at Columbia you didn't no, I wish I wouldn't I had that bitch had my dress on backwards and that's exactly why because I knew <laughs> I was gonna be making all this stuff and like I didn't know if they were gonna understand it and the last thing I wanted was to see my stuff come down and it's a mess so I chose to do the installation because I felt like I had more control Mm -hmm. you know I could make create the world that I want people to view my stuff in and I feel like that's sort of with small designers you got to be smart because you're working with a way smaller budget you're working with like the only samples you got you know so it's like I think we, it just needs to be smarter not to say it can't be a fashion show but I think that a lot of the reasons why so many th- places in the in the industry is failing is because it's, it's failing to adapt to the world and I think it's like so antiquated and I think that 
that that that it being that antiquated makes it expensive as hell. And I think yeah. that you know you need to be smart with your dollar in the beginning as a small designer and mm-hmm. use your you resources. Know. Use your resources. There's so many yeah. people out here also trying to come up. They're also, and they're so talented, and they don't have as many resources either. So I think it's just, you just got to be smart. It's, it's not about the spectacle no more, mm-hmm. I, I don't think. I mean, I, I mean I or you, you, can, you can choose the type of spectacle you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be showing at Mercedes-Benz. No shade. Right. I think that's great. Like, if you're on that platform, But nobody's it, but. going to Mercedes-Benz. Like, but, all the fire stuff be, like so underground like don't nobody give a fuck about Mercedes Benz and I also think like I've shied away from being a part of fashion shows where like that where people are like come you know it's a it's a exposure opportunity for you Mm, that shit there that exposure bullshit no I can expose myself and I'd rather like group pool my resources with other designers who also know their worth and right. try to be seen and we can create our experience together right. as opposed to you feeling like someone you have no control over what you're putting out so I think that that's another way that's the other reason why I stopped doing fashion shows I'm flattered that you would like me to be a part of it but I am no longer entertaining me not having creative control right. your mm-hmm. taste level not matching mine you want to do things last minute if, before you walked in we was talking about that too if you're unorganized I cannot work with you at all oh, and people stay saying well that's the industry I'm no like, it's it not don't gotta no, be it don't like have that. to be like that it don't that. have to be like no. that you just need to plan ahead right and plan for everything people be like oh we'll just handle that day up and it's like no, no you won't <laughs> that's not how it works it's not a movie it's not a sitcom like this right. is real life <laughs> sometimes right. Just don't come together if it's not planned. So, yeah, I'm just like, everyone, people have approached me. My mom always asked me. I'm like, no, I'm just going to try my luck at my own thing because pretty much somebody else's poor representation is always going to stick on me. And I have to be be mindful of that. So, no, thank you. I don't need no fashion show. <laughs> no, not at all. And just, I think that, like, when it comes to, like, steering away from it, there's nothing wrong with doing those type of shows. Yeah. But just make sure that at the end of the day that the audience is what you want. You know, because, like, I used to do thing. college fashion shows a lot. They can't afford my shit. Right. I know how I was in college. <laughs> I was broke as shit, you know? Right. But at the time, I would, the, what was in my head was exposure, 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 exposure. But I'm exposing myself to people who are not finna buy anything from me. Yeah. So what the, how was that exposure, you know? culture because some of them influencers can't pay for nothing either then they and they don't want to they want you to pay them yes, to wear $4, it for free like that's ridiculous to no. me and that that's a part of the game that i can't charge like i can't get behind that <laughs> like you want me to pay you to wear my stuff that you are not paying for if you think <laughs> about it in the great scheme of things i'm sending you what a rack or two of merchandise and you want me to pay you to on wear top on top of that to wear it no sis no <laughs> and that's the no. case i might as well sign you you my you my model bitch. Right, like exactly. I, why am i continuing to send you every piece i've created and i have to pay you to advertise it right. like mm-hmm. I get everybody got to make their money, and, and no we all got bills to, it, to pay, but, but come on. Also, I bet I do it myself. It's fine. I put it on myself. Well, that's the thing. I'm you not know, I'm like, not there yet. I'm not ready. No, I don't want to model myself. <laughs> but I put it on myself. But, I mean, I don't want to model it, but for the price tags of some of these influencers, and at the end of the day, likes does not always equal Sales. the dollars okay i can't it eat instagram likes i can't produce my line on instagram likes right. so at the end of the day i'm looking for clientele no that's funny you know? i just did something for um sweetie i did her the 
cover artwork for her my type yeah, remix. I, I thought so. I'm like, that looks so familiar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, by the way, I love your stuff. I know I'm mad late, but like, thank I you very much. Instagram is so good. Thank you. So I did that, and before I even got that, because I was paid to do that. So before I even got to that point, I just randomly drew a picture of her because I really liked her outfit. And this is like my second time drawing her. And I just threw it up there, and then she reposted it with no problem and tagged me or whatever. And then that's when the business came in, and then all of this attention came to my page. So I had mentioned to my grandmother, like, oh, like, 51,000 people seen my artwork this week and she was like oh my god that's beautiful are they paying for it <laughs> I was like no the first question <laughs> I was Pay like no you, right? she was like what, the, what does that mean sweetie like what does that mean that they saw it like that we can't eat off of Instagram like right. and people these whole um motivational speakers could preach all day about <laughs> about how your likes could be your dog no it can't it's I see so I hear that shit all the time I just feel that. like it's not what I what I found that do work on Instagram them fucking promotions work oh them promotions do, work you do, because like I recently I want to say maybe within the last two months started doing that been getting hella customers customers, they customers, customers. so the amount of money I spent I may spend like a hundred dollars in a month I get so many consultations I'm charging seventy five dollars a pop to talk to me go. I'm getting classes my classes cost a hundred dollars so people are like I want a class I want a class so them damn promotions no, promotions have been working work. they, be and that's a, but, but those promotions sure. give me followers they mm-hmm. were followers that really want to see my stuff and you do y'all make y'all own like I audience? make my own oh yeah right so at first I was just doing automatic audience just to test it out to see how yeah. it was but then once I you know started looking into it a little bit more I'm like oh okay I, let me set it up myself so for classes technically I don't need nobody that's not in New York because they can't take a class. Mm-hmm. You know, than anyone else. So I and I just honed it in on like the age range, like right in New York and stuff like that. And then next thing you know, I'm booked for a whole week with like with classes. I'm just mm-hmm. like, so oh, this great. is the sh- this I should have been doing this years yeah. ago. Well, <laughs> they, I know they ain't had it that long, but I'm like, I should have been doing this years ago. No, I was and forced I just to do it. Cause... Separated the Instagrams in March. Like at first, I had trying to do everything on my one page. Okay. I'm trying to promote my um my podcast. I'm trying to promote uh LC Apparel. So I'm trying to promote my brand. It was just too much along with my personal life because mm-hmm. I like to have fun. So it just be out you know so I was just like okay this is too much and as soon as I broke it up and like okay this is only for this this is only for this when I made a separate page for the podcast I got podcast listeners people who are interested in podcasts because everybody ain't really got into that way some people don't get it don't like it like (laughs) I don't want to listen to somebody else talk for an hour so some people just not into it Mm. but once I made separate and like okay this is what they like this is for this type of person yeah boom Mm. pops off so y'all missed my well we didn't do no segments because y'all wasn't here so i normally because <laughs> like, i had started beforehand i'm like let me like talk a little bit i haven't done a podcast by myself like i can't remember when so i'm always having a guest so i was like let me talk to the people for a little bit they ain't just heard my voice <laughs> so i usually at the beginning of the segment i always do these uh i do one in the beginning one in the middle one at the end so we just gonna rush all the motherfuckers together okay because it's almost time to end so the first segment is this or that did we do that i think so it was okay. called something else it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we gonna do it again. Okay. So, this, so I'm gonna say this or that, and you're gonna say like what you would take over it. Okay. Oh, All right. Got it. All right. Um, jackets or dusters? dusters. Jackets. Dusters. dusters. Okay. It uh, depends on the duster. Depends on. Wedge. If it's a kimono. If it's a kimono. <laughs> wedge or mule? Mule. Mule. Uh, it gotta be a fire wedge though. Mm-hmm. Side boob or under boob? Side boob. Both. Ah, both. <laughs> I'm doing under boob today, but I was doing side boob yesterday. Yeah, both. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> skirts or dresses? Dresses. 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 Dresses
dresses. Oh. Dresses. Wide leg or a skinny leg? Wide leg. You have to be tall for a wide leg. You have to be tall oh, for a wide leg. Yeah. Somebody she tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lashes or eyebrows? Eyebrows, because you could, you could get you some cheap lashes at the store, but okay. you can't can't pick up no brows. <laughs> <laughs> Factual. <laughs> uh, coughing a stiletto. Neither. Huh. I like almond. Okay, mine's are gone because I jacked oh, my nails up and I had to start yeah. over. Almond or stiletto. You got a little almond. almond thing going on, too. I like almonds. Oh, they wow. look like Barbie nails. Don't look at my nails. My nail tech <laughs> made me get them to save my nails. Okay. So, so that's pretty much it. And then, like, I do a... Uh, she slayed. So somebody in the media this week that you felt like just slayed the shit down. Oh, my favorite model in the whole, whole world. Her name is Leslie Sedora. Mm-hmm. She posted a picture yesterday and she like tore the world down. Leslie Sedora. Yeah. Look her up. And who was yours this week? Well, you know, I live under a rock. So I, <laughs> I have no idea who or what this week. But I will have to pat myself on the back and be like, my outfit at Afro Punk Slate. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big up myself. I wore my entire line. Like, you going my, back today? Yes, I'm going oh. back today. I'm having a chill day today because yesterday uh-huh. I was like. Turned out shoddy. No, man. I was I was wearing a lot of iridescent fabric, so I wasn't trying to touch nobody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, just kind of. <laughs> I, I can't like, die. I'm just gonna chill yeah, out. Yeah, hilarious. But and then, yeah. and the last one would just be if it's any like reading or exhibit or museum or anything like that that you feel like it's like inspired like muses that you think that any artist designer should like check out if it's a person or a reading or um, an exhibit or anything like that. I just saw at the Brooklyn Museum. Um, there's a designer on display. I think it's Cardin. Okay. Here. Pierre Cardin. He's. I think he, he has an exhibit at the, okay. the BAM. I was going to check it out. Okay. It looks beautiful from what I saw online. Gotcha. I can't think of anything right now. I'm probably going to think on it on my way back to Jersey. But um, I do know I really want to see the the um, the Met Gala exhibit okay. before they take it away. It's almost Met. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I really want to go see it. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you, even though you were late. I know. <laughs> I'm going to do better next It's okay. Time. It's all right. We still had a really good conversation. So, guys, check out the podcast. I'm available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. You can follow us on YouTube as well and subscribe. So as I always say, stay black, peace out. And I'll make sure I have all of Nisi and Ari's um, information in the show notes so you guys can go out and follow them. If y'all just want to plug y'all handles real quick, go ahead. Uh, my personal handle is at Ari Veronique. And my brand page is P-R-L-T-R-T underscore N-Y, Proletariat New York. Okay, my personal is call me C C A L L M E N I S S Y. The business is by Nisi Marie, B Y N I S S Y M A R I E. Thank you. All right, guys, enjoy. Have a great weekend. Bye. Go to Afro Punk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, make sure y'all on the parkway next week. <laughs> Sign up for Juvie.